the Dallas Soccer Show. I'm Dustin Nation, and today we're going to talk about FC Dallas's 2020 season opener victory over Philadelphia Union, some of the pregame festivities and breaking news about the east side of the stadium, as well as pull back the curtain a little bit at the end and talk a little bit about some of Jonathan's experiences at the match. And speaking of Jonathan... Joining me from under his news reporter fedora and from behind his notepad and pipe is Jonathan Roz. How's it going, Jonathan? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fantastic, Dustin, man. Pretty <laughs> stoked. Really stoked about our special guest that you're about to introduce. Right. So filling in for Tristan, you may know him from such podcasts as The 19th Minute and the Dallas Soccer Show Live Season Review. He's Walter Martinez. Welcome back to the show, Walter. Hey, how's it going, guys? Better now that you're here. Ah, oh, you're too sweet. Hard hands. <laughs> Hard too hands. Sweet. <laughs> All right, so lots to cover tonight. Um, Walter, I think the, the number one most pressing question for all of us here is when do we get to hear the next 19th Minute podcast? Sooner rather than later. Um, life, life comes at you fast. It does. And so... Um, you know, and, and you gentlemen know as well is, is, uh, you know, uh, kids kind of now I don't want to say derail things, but kind of halt things, you know, stuff at home, you know, you got, it's almost spring, you got your spring cleaning, you got your renovations, you got stuff left and right. Me personally, um, so I'm, I'm actually in school as well. That kind of hinders things a little bit. And, um, it's just, it's just, like I said, it, it's just all the sum total of it is just life. Um, you know, we, we, we see every single tweet at us. Um, I'm over here laughing every single time, especially when, when people like John comes on and starts bombarding us about when the next episode is. And, <laughs> and so, no, we, we, we do appreciate that. You know, the, the feedback is, is always, is always been very positive. You know, people, people want to hear from us for God knows what reason. I don't know. Um, I feel like I, I'm, I'm, no. I'm Kathy Bates, man. I'm all like, I'm your number one fan. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> So, you know, we, we want to keep it going. Um, you know, uh, at least, you know, we got you guys. So, um, to, to, you know, kind of let everybody know as well, you know, sooner rather than later, I might be sooner than you think. If, if, if I can, if, if I can do it tonight, I would, but you know, things just outside of our control. Um, but no, you know, you guys keep going, keep doing your thing. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be try. I'll try to be reserved on this podcast and and keep it family friendly because you know it's it's what you guys do. But you know, obviously, if you're if you're a fan of the 19th minute and fan of you know Dallas Soccer Show, definitely support these guys too. Uh, you know, your your feedback and your your tweets, whether whether be critical in a positive or negative manner, just you know keep keep at it. You know, we 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 do this for you guys. Of course, it's an awesome experience for all of us and and John's going to talk about his locker room experience hopefully for the first time today. Um but no, guys, uh, stay tuned to the Dallas Soccer Show. You know, keep your eyes peeled to the uh, 19th minute Twitter and hopefully we'll have something for you guys soon. Yeah, I I know people think that you know hey we're both competing caught podcasts or whatever like i like y'all's podcast i like listening to it it's it's fun i always try not to listen to other podcasts before we record ours so that i'm not <laughs> so that i'm not copying but you know um it, oh but i mean when when if cobra scores a hat trick obviously you're gonna you're everybody's gonna cover that right because that, that'll happen that'll happen soon i'm sure <laughs> well, um, well, but no no definitely and that's why i'm here uh you know i'm, I'm i've had beers with both of you we were on your um, you know, your, your, uh, season preview 
uh, show at uh, at Three Nations was pretty fun, and you know Armand is 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 a good friend of mine as well. You know, it's one of those things where where it's a community. You know, and, and absolutely, it's 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 a hobby. We love doing this, and and that's why we're here. Absolutely. Well, you're welcome anytime on here, brother. So thank you, thank you. Let's let's start before before we even get into the game. Let's start with um, some of the experiences leading up to the game and um, maybe some of the breaking news that you found out, Jonathan. Like what you went to the 24 hour tailgate? Yeah, I went to the 24 hour tailgate. I've gone there one time before. I went up there with a buddy. I think it was last year, year before, around like 11 o'clock, and hung out for like one beer and then uh, took off. <laughs> so 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 this time I decided I'd stick around for a little bit lo- a little bit longer. Uh, Did you have more than one beer? I, I did have more than one beer. And, and so, well, first of all, first, first of all, I got to call both of you guys out because I sent both of you guys texts <laughs> on that night. I think, uh, Dustin, you were too busy, you know, doing uh, something with the, with, with the wife and Walter was night. doing that schoolwork. I, yeah, I, I've I got d- air quotes. I, no, 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 no. I'm an actual student. So <laughs> I wasn't trying to uh, just find the first excuse I had in my back pocket. I have so. to wash my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Um, lucky enough, though, if, if if people haven't gone to one of the tailgates, I mean, it's they're, they're, it's a really accommodating group. So I, I showed up. My other buddy that was supposed to be going with me was sick. So I, I, I showed up solo. Um, but within just a couple of minutes, right, you just, you know, just walked up, said, hey, I'm Jonathan. What's up? Right. <laughs> Took up a conversation. It was it was it was a good time. Uh, I saw Mr. Matt Hedges out there. Uh, he's he, he hung out with his uh, I think it was his Shelby Mustang that he was well, he's rolling in. Oh, and uh, then also uh, 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 Dan Hunt was out there for 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 quite a while, um, chatting up fans probably for like a, an hour and a half. Um, the you, you mean to tell me people didn't come up to you for any autographs? Um, you know, I yeah, you're 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 Rostradamus, right? Like that that's that's Ros- your thing. Rostradamus, I see what he's doing. Nice, yeah. right, good job, good job, Walter. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, the, the there was there was none of that. In fact, the, I think the the first person that popped up that I even knew was uh, uh, Mr. Aman Kafai showed up. You know, oh, I know yeah, that guy. You know, like yeah, he's around, all right around nine around nine o'clock, and uh, you know didn't do a very good job of uh, making sure that. Uh, you know his, his fellow friends uh, control their alcohol consumption, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but the, the 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 big news coming out of that out of that day, and I, I did throw this on Twitter, was um, Dan uh, kind of broke it to the DBG crew there that um, they've already started doing some design work on putting shade on the east side. I think both look at looking at you know putting something like a uh, similar to what they have above the uh, the south side. Um, or doing something eh, exactly, which is interesting. Well, I don't know how much that would help. Or doing something on top of the west side, so it would actually block the sun shining from the west over towards the east. Yeah, uh, I which, think the, the goal is to get rid of the sun. That's got to be the way to go, right? Yeah, I think I think the other one might help more with the uh, uh, with rain or something like that potentially, but it wouldn't help much with the sun. And as somebody that sits on the east side, I had, it's you know, you're staring into that sun for you know, well, depending on when the match starts, but usually for at least the first hour. Um, so according to, according to them, uh, this isn't a direct quote, but they're looking for something that doesn't look like, sh- I apologize my French, it's Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep it, don't worry. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought was a, I came on cause this is a family podcast. 
Oh, sorry. Well, I just well like we're, we're mixing with... it up because Walter's here now. So <laughs> I just don't like to deal with clicking all the boxes to tell Apple that this is not uh, safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it was a good time. So I, I would suggest people go, go out to that. Um, also hit up the El Matador tailgate uh, right before the game. Uh, it's 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 a good time. It's a good time to um, go out, uh, even if you don't know anybody and kind of meet some fellow fc dallas fans who were you know geared up enough to, to actually show up to the game two hours ahead of time which unfortunately is not enough fc dallas fans who want to do that so i think you're missing a key point though what is that it key is point my friend food and beer is free mm-hmm. that's you that, that is that. A, i would have been there I, I just i mean from my experience of course <laughs> no, i'm sure are always accepted yep uh, as you gotta pay for those things but that's your main sound. Yeah, I think I think the beer. yeah the, the the club actually donated pizza for the twenty four hour uh, tailgate, mm-hmm. uh, and then I, I know that uh, El Matador was having uh, some tacos, which I did not get a chance to take take part in. Uh, they did look pretty good uh, on uh, on game day. So so free food, free beer. I mean, how can you complain, right? And Petacolas, uh, I'm a I'm a big Petacolas fan. So <laughs> make, make, makes it even cool. better. Well, only 362 days away from the next one, so uh, start planning now, I guess. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get on into to the game. Uh, Philadelphia comes in. Uh, question marks all over that team. And, you know, FC Dallas, kind of a known quantity, a couple question marks, but uh, uh, first half, not a whole lot happens. But what, what do you guys think? Thought, what are you guys' thoughts on the first half overall? Uh, we'll start with you, Walter. Uh, for me, it, it, it looked very much like the, your first half of your first game of the season. Um, <laughs> a, a bit lethargic here and there. Um, uh, I think the first person that kind of burst out was Santos uh, with that little uh, breakaway he had in the final third. Um yeah, just kind of. I mean, obviously, it's a work in progress. Um, you know, they they haven't they haven't gotten too too much in in preseason in comparison to previous years, like the, when they went to Argentina and and did a Argentinian tour for a bit too. So, I mean, yeah. about as much as you can expect. It's a lot of gelling going on, uh, especially with the newcomers starting right off. No Concacaf Champions League this year to get it warmed up on. Exactly, <laughs> and I think Walter kind of explained it the same way I think it is. It it looked like a team that was still in preseason, right? And so yeah. it it was, both and a lot of, of it was, yeah. Both the, both the teams, even though honestly, I, I think that uh, uh, FC Dallas is probably lucky to have a lead going into the first half because I think the really the only chance that they, that was that they really created, I think there was it was Mikey had a shot like the seventeenth eighteenth minute that was saved. Um, Jesus had an opportunity at the top of the box that uh, he just shot it wide right um but you know other than that it seemed like uh you know the, the play was actually against fc dallas for the first half cobra had a set or two kind of that uh um uh, i can't rec- i think mikey was the one who uh, brought it in the box i think it was probably about the 20th 30th minute um all you had to do was just redirect it and it went past it. he 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 you know cocked his leg back and made the shot but i think it went right under him um and i think that's the play that ended up uh <laughs> kind of just uh a uh, little yakety sacks in 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 the uh, the PK box with uh, Blake having to come out of his box and save, and it looked like it was a little questionable uh, with uh, either it going out or some sort of contact being made against Blake. Um, hmm. But everybody, I think, had their fair they had their fair shake and and kind of circling back. It, it just preseason form, I think. 
Yeah, yeah sure. you'd see that mostly during the buildup, right? So during during the buildup, you'd see kind of just mispasses, mistiming. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting, and I saw it seemed, seemed like it was more in the first half, and I don't know if this was due to the fact that they're having problems making it through the midfield. There's a lot more direct play than we're used to seeing with FC Dallas. They played very direct um, over the top, especially in that first half. Yeah, uh, and I think you put up a good point. It was good, very difficult coming up the middle. Um, especially with uh both teams i mean you 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 kind of had a 442 uh diamond in the middle from philadelphia um fcd kind of going between a uh i guess you can call it a 451 or a 352 on occasion um with somebody coming up so that midfield was pretty clogged um and i think we we saw glances of what they were essentially trying to do they recognized that uh coming down the flanks you know having using fafa's speed a little bit and mikey's speed as well uh coming down the flanks yeah and there's a lot of new people i don't know what you were thinking if we think about in the midfield dustin like uh we we had uh you know santos and 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 tasman both two i mean Two, well, yeah, two new players for FC Dallas, right? One, yes, one from the academy, but two new players both making their first start. I mean, how did you, how did you see them them playing? Yeah, I mean, they did they did well. I mean, Santos made team of the week or on the bench for the team of the week for MLS, and um, I think it was very apparent why he he um, the, the thing that I think of when I'm watching uh, Thiago Santos is, is it doesn't look like he's ever sussed about anything. It's like he's just very not, not lackadaisical, not uh, it, we'll call it um, I, the words escaping me. Like but a he's calming, he's a calming presence. Yeah. He's relaxed. Yeah, calming. He's just, That's like it's yeah. Um, and and you know, Tessman coming in, taking like Paxton was saying that he took the Tessman took his uh, entrance physical to like the day before the game. So um, to come in into a midfield of a, of a professional sports team and and. Uh, really not look out of place at all. I mean, I think it remain, reminds me a little bit of last season whenever they brought Sarrio in right off the bat, mm-hmm. right? And he didn't look out of place for a little while. I, I mean, the league kind of caught up with him after a while. But, I mean, right off the bat, we thought, okay, well, he he belongs here. And I think that we feel the same way, at least I feel the same way about uh, Tanner Tessman. I mean, he, he exudes confidence for an 18-year-old. He was running around every time one of the teammates had a, had the ball. He was pointing to where he's like, pass here, and pointing yep. to where he wants the ball. And, uh, you know, didn't always get it. But, um, you know, Still, to, to be able to take those other other professional soccer players and say, hey, pass me the ball right here. Yeah, it was, um, it was composure was the word I was thinking about for, mm-hmm. for him, right? Especially for uh, his first professional well, – well, I guess technically – uh, North Texas is a professional, but you know his, his first first professional in a in a in a tier one league, right? So I, I don't know, Walter. Were you, is, was there anything that surprised you about those two guys? So they're both in their first starts. Um, no, no. I mean, they, they were they were brought in for exactly what you know we we're lauding them for here, and you know more so we'll we'll, we'll talk about you know Tessman's uh, Tessman's contribution in the second half. Um, I mean, I. I they kind of gave each other a good tandem, um, and and we saw this uh, a bit more so from Santos, um, where I'm thinking that there is already a level of confidence with Tessman from Santos because Santos had the, I don't want to say brave or, or courage, but he was he was more prone to moving forward sometimes, mm-hmm. had a couple of good glances himself. And so we saw the same thing from Tessman. 
in the second half where there was kind of an exchange as well. So, um, I mean, the confidence is there. I mean, with those two, it's it's a bit of a shame, you know, that we probably won't see that tandem too often. There might be one that might be out for, you know, some sort of international duty or camp or something like that. And so, I mean, we have a pretty good depth in, in center midfield. But, um, no, I, I think I think exactly for what they were brought for is exactly what, you know, they, they did. They they did well in clogging people like Alejandro Bedoya and, and El Sino from from, you know, making anything of the game. And so, no, uh, uh, I, I am I am surprised that um, I would probably say um, when we weren't necessarily referring to them as I think Fafa Pico's ability on the left wing. I know mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk about him being more forward-minded, um, maybe yep. at the very most a false nine. Um, I was impressed by his work down the wings, to be very honest with you. Yeah, and it's weird. Uh, it's it's kind of weird watching an FC Dallas game and watching the ball and, and watching a wing that Mikey Barrios is not on, right? <laughs> did, anybody else, did anybody else find that a little odd? <laughs> uh, may, maybe because we got so used to Santi last year not doing too well, so whenever he had the ball <laughs> on that left or side. Or or whoever it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it was, no, I, yeah. that was super exciting to me. It was one of my the, the favorite parts of the game to me is just like it – got me excited about what could be with this offense because you know we've always said give give Mikey a foil on the other side and yep. like the the the, the limit sky's the limit and and I think Fafa did a fantastic job um Fafa Fafa making, making plays don't eat Pico yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah he was making plays working with with Hollingshead I think that combination that chemistry with Hollingshead was was popping, you know, about midway through the first half, you could start to see start to see the confidence and the the uh, chemistry really gel in there. Mm-hmm. And he was he he was faster than I even thought he was because I think even even seeing him in practice or in preseason, I never really saw him go. Maybe he was going two third speed or three quarters because it didn't matter. But um, he's you know he he got behind defenders pretty easily right uh, i'm sure defenders will start to figure that out right start to play different but um, like you mentioned dustin right? we, we've fc dallas hasn't had that threat for quite a while so i'm not going to get overexcited you know it's not the second coming of fabian castillo but we'll yeah. you know, it's, it is definitely something to watch right well i mean and i mean just a reality check here matt real is not you know top tier right back is he so no um <laughs> Yeah, just just a little bit of tapping the brakes, but at the same time, yep. still still exciting. Hey, we can get excited. It's game one, man. They're they're undefeated. <laughs> we're gonna win the league. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we, hey, we're, we can be t- typical FC Dallas fans, right? I mean, we can be uh, every either either we really suck, right? You know, we should you know front office doesn't know how to recruit or whatever, or uh, we're gonna win the league, right? That's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, how to call a feast or famine, man? Exactly, man. <laughs> Speaking of feast or famine, um, somebody who's been feasting as of the end of last season and the beginning off from the beginning of this season, just picking up where he left off, Cobra. Um, in that game, Lucci mentioned he actually valued Cobra's defensive contributions in the box and clearing the ball out off set pieces uh, and his overall contribution to the game, but. Uh, the the man's here to score goals and he scored another one walter are are you are you on the cobra hype train no no <laughs> no 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 
No, and 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 I appreciate you putting me on the spot for that. Uh, uh, there's you're welcome. Uh, here, yeah, thanks. Well, Walter um, still misses Maxi. Come on, man. Yeah. He's, he's, the, he's still on the Maxi hype train. Well, you should oh, see him man. next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. You broke my you broke my segue for next Saturday. Thanks. <laughs> no. um, and it, so, I, I mean, with with the in, in, impending arrival of uh, Frank O'Hara uh, in the summer. Uh, I'm I'm trying to limit my expectations, and this revolves back to uh, me being your your stereotypical FC Dallas fan of <laughs> can't get too excited because then I'm just going to get brought down that much more. Maybe C- Cobra will net at least ten this year, and but in the team and in, in a league that has your Velas and Chicharitos and Pizarros and uh, Mitritas, Materitas, and stuff like that. I mean Joseph Martinez. Not anymore, not so much probably, but when you have – you have to outscore your opponent to win, right? And so when you have people like that on other people's rosters, you have to score that much more. And so Cobra's not going to do it for me. I don't. Yeah. I, I think him by himself is not going to do it for me. Yeah, for me, uh, you know, I, I think I, I want to see him score against an LAFC. I want to see him score against uh, – shoot – LA Galaxy, uh, score against a good team. Houston Dynamo, too. Why not? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> a good team or Houston, you choose, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I think that I, I like the guy. I, I think he brings more. He brings an energy. Yes, mm-hmm. and and an and a intensity. Um, oh, yeah. And for me, like, number one example is whenever uh, – uh, Santos kicked um, Gonzalez while he was down, and the first person over to defend Jesse Gonzalez was was uh, Cobra. Oh, so, Cobra, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that's those because the intangibles, right? And and you know, Lucci and is really big on that kind of stuff. So I mean, there's no 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 reason, no doubt why he's in the squad, other than you know he's putting away goals against teams that uh, we need to be putting goals away against. It's. I mean, it's been a while since we've had somebody on the roster with personality or a fire or some sort of villainy to them. I mean, Blas Perez, man, Blas Perez. That's my first and person that will be off. Yeah, maybe I'll call for uh, actually he for for <laughs> yes for that little bit. But yes, cool. Uh, so after Cobra scored, uh, we saw. We started off in the four three three, and Jonathan was very close with his prediction. Uh, and then after after the Cobra scored and Philly started getting a lot more chances, they started growing in the game and pushing forward and really causing FC Dallas a lot of trouble. Uh, you saw Luchi Gonzalez switch up. Uh, they think he pulled uh, Fafa Pico off and put on Brisson to switch mm-hmm. to the yep. three five two, uh, which was very similar to what I predicted they'd start the game with. So um, I think it was exactly similar. You know, once you changed it to, to Tessman, you know, I just put Tessman in brackets, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I, tw- I I own the Twitter account. I can I can make right. <laughs> I can make exceptions for myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, what did you guys think about the way that that three five two looked? Jonathan, um, uh, well, I mean, well, first of all, Lucci mentioned in, in the press conference kind of what he was seeing. I mean, he was seeing basically the um, that he felt that the center backs needed some more help in the back, 
right? And I think uh, by adding Brisson in there and shifting to that, uh, interesting enough, I, I think in the second half we actually saw uh, more FC Dallas players have freedom to go forward than we did even before that, before they moved to the three five two. Um, it's kind of like the you know the analogy of hey if you uh, if you want to go fast you have to have good have good breaks right and so I think by adding that extra defender uh, place plus having uh, uh, Thiago back there too I think it, it did actually help them play a bit more fluid. Um, there was also it seemed like even going into the into the second half before they made that move that the uh, th- there was a bit more. I was going to say offensive prowess, but you know that's not the best best words. But I mean, the the offense was definitely clicking a little bit better in the second half, even before that switch. So I mean, it 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 definitely made definitely made sense. Uh, the uh, I, I rewatched the game, and one of the things that that Followell actually mentioned about the three five two, which I thought was quite interesting, I hadn't thought about it, was you know potentially one of the reasons why they're wanting to test that out is that they might be having Hara or Jaw, whatever you want to whatever you want to say his name is, right? Come mid-season and you know maybe there'll be an opportunity for him and Cobra to both be up top and the only way you would do that is to play you know either a 4-4-2 or a 3-5-2 right and so but then where do you put Barrios exactly man just think of the fun we're gonna have in those prediction shows man <laughs> you could have him on the field right what up? Reggie's gonna be gone so Barrios is gonna be our right back Okay. The, the the right winger or whatever, whatever I don't like that. I don't hate that idea. That would actually be quite interesting in a three five two. Yeah, yeah, you could actually maybe get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Walter, you. I, I, I think. Um, I, I thought it was. I, I want to say and and sidebar real quick, and I hate derailing, but you said you 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 were talking about the broadcast, and man. I didn't get to go to the game and I got to watch the broadcast live and it was great because they had Dave Durr on there for a good 20, 30 minutes on the broadcast in the oh, wow. first half, just going down Dallas Burn Road and everything. And, um, you know, I, I gush over um, Steve and, and Mark and how lucky we're, we're, yep. we're here to have them. And, and when you the moment you hit, you know, you had mentioned, you know, how is it going to look and, and it opens up a two forward system? I like that. And, and that's just Mark follow being Mark follow um, but all credit to, to Lucci. Um, he had to have been paying attention to um, the Philly warm-up sideline because um, going with an extra defender and, 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 and subbing out Fafa, um, I think, was kind of a precautionary thing because um, Philly was about to bring in El Sino. And El Sino, if, if you recall, unfortunately, last year was kind of an integral part in our loss of them uh, uh-huh. at Philly last year. And so um, it, it's either he, he has your predictive abilities there, uh, John, or, or he saw something on the sideline and saw a senior warming, senior warming up and coming in. Um, so we can, you know, get a fifth defender in the back and kind of just snuff him out. For the he, last, he actually sent like, me a DM minutes. on Twitter and just kind of asked what, what, what he's like, Hey, you know, <laughs> I was, he was like, he was thinking, what would Jonathan do? But he just, you know, he decided to hit me up. Instead. <laughs> what, what would Jonathan do? There you go. Yeah, you were exactly. in the stands with one of those little earpieces, you know, like the trainers wear. <laughs> You're not, what, over what, there, uh, what, you're not over there calling signs, are you? <laughs> no, no. What what what, 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 <laughs> <laughs> what what do you what do you think, Dustin? I mean, the as as they as they as they shifted. I mean, is there anything that jumped out to you? Yeah, I think you hit on what I was thinking uh, right off the bat. Is that like, despite having three center backs, they they did they were able to push the ball forward more and you know attack defend by attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that the way they implemented it, it it both bolstered the defense and the offense at the same time. And I was, I, I really liked what I saw once that came out there. Um, it, it allowed almost all of your players to be in positions where they're comfortable and where they are uh, effective. And it was, it was, it was exciting to see. So, uh, no doubt, in, man. Then other other than the other than the fact that we saw Fafa go off, which you know, yeah. since since since, since, I, since I, you were just watching the left side the whole time you started, you probably you know <laughs> had a little tear drop down your down your cheek. You're like, ah, dang it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you win some, you lose some. But uh, <laughs> well, uh, securing the win for for FC Dallas was Paxton Pomichol and the. But the 91st minute officially, I think, he, he cooked up with Tanner Tessman in the box, at the edge of the box, and had a little nice was, little dink and jive that, into H- the box. Jesus at that? But yeah. yeah. No, it was Tanner Tessman. Was no, it Tanner? Sorry. Yeah. This was the assist on the first oh, one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, that's because Paxson, after the game, he was, he was like, I'm glad that he saved his first assist for me. So. <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of Paxton quotes because my my phone ate at everybody else's quotes whenever I <laughs> talk into the players after the match. So, um, any any what, thoughts? What's your goal? What, what's your well, Dustin? Well, actually, yeah. I was going to throw it to you, Dustin. What's your okay. what's your one word description? We've been doing the one word. What's your one word description for Paxton's goal? Mustache. <laughs> that's that's that, a good call out, man. That's a good call out. I, I'd, I'd say calm. Um, yeah. The 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 first touch that he took, where he both shoulder juked the the player away from where he touched the ball to go, and then yep. got over to the his left, and then danced around and continued dancing around, and then just calmly slotted home. I, I think calm is the is the word I'd use there. Yeah, that's kind of thinking calm or smooth. Walter, what were you thinking about just Paxton's just overall performance? I mean, he played I, I, not just the I goal, mean, but he was on for what about twenty minutes? Yeah, twenty twenty five minutes, and and uh, he he's still kind of just wearing off the rust. I think. Uh, I mean, coming off the injury as well. Um, and it's it was it was nice to see though because he was he was uh, off the ball. He was such a commanding force i think maybe force is a bit bit of a strong word um but you see him kind of he's he was that guy at the in the tarmac when you land just guiding everybody kind of pointing left and right and, and you kind of saw that in in the goal he had um because if you see off uh, coming up the left side was cobra as well that was of course getting poised to to do what he does best um but you kind of see a little bit of a signal or, or, or he tells them or he yells at them and tells them to just kind of hang tight. Um, when he, you know, right after Tessman touches the ball and he keeps running with it, Cobra just kind of stays in, in, in you know, stands still and arms on his, on his sides and just like, okay, cool. Like you do your own thing, go ahead and go for it. And so, I mean, that's, that's kind of indicative of what I, what I was seeing was, you know, he, he was very, he was a leader. I think it's kind of the, the, yeah, how much of that do you think is theme. because he he's been with Lucci for a while and he really like has internalized Lucci's system and the way Lucci thinks? And how much do you think is just the way he is? He's just confident. He's always been confident. He he knows he's he knows he he he, he can walk the walk. Um and and having a coach who's been behind you for a really long time and coming up through the youth system and you know, you won champions championships with the money bolsters 
your confidence and then, you know, uh, your, your coach expects that from you after so long. Uh, your coach is your best assessor of, of what your talents and weaknesses are. And, and I think that's good, especially, you know, it, 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 Matt's going to be further back down the field. Yeah. He does what he does best and, you know, controls that back line. Um, somebody who's going to be pushing up a little bit forward. You need somebody else that's going to be nearby to kind of pull the strings a little bit. And I mean, that's what Paxton does. Well, I, I so I mean, I think that's one of his best assets and one of his potential negatives is that Paxton Paxton is, you know, all effort, right? And so when he has a knock like he has now, right? When he has a knock like he has now, right, or something like that, or you know, it's um, he doesn't he doesn't have another way to play other than all out, right? And so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with that style of play, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, well, over the next couple of weeks and Olympics and whatever, you know, what his time looks like. But that's, I mean, that, that is one of the really, one of the really great things, right? You, 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 when Paxton comes in, you know, he's going to be all out all the time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. which is, which is, which is definitely fun to watch as a fan. For sure. Well, um, that was, that pretty much wraps up almost all of the action on the field, uh, off the field, though official attendance something like sixteen thousand, just under that is the 000. that is the official attendance. Yeah. I would say it's, we'll call it tickets sold. There we go. <laughs> yep. Um, so I was in the press box. Uh, you all were both. You were in the stands, Jonathan. What was the atmosphere like in the in the stands? Pretty good this time. Uh, well, there, so one of the things that they did this uh th- this this game they're supposed to be doing it this season. I actually heard about this at the tailgate. Um, was during the introductions of the players, uh, the the announcer basically would say the first name, and then the crowd chants the the you know so it'd be you know introducing Matt, and then you know the crowd would say Hedges. It's kind of a kind of a a, a cool little new thing. I think they even did it during the goals as well. Yeah, shout um, the shout the eleven hashtag. Shout the eleven. There you go. <laughs> uh, which which was which was as. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, one of the things I hit up on Twitter too, you know, a little tongue in cheek was, you know, while they actually showed a replay of a non-scoring play, which is something that I know Dustin it bugs you too. It just, yeah, and they have those beautiful new huge boards and they just don't play replays. It just, you know, it you, you never makes it any down, sense to me. You're, but. you're out of luck. Yeah. And after I sent that after I sent that tweet, I think there was like a big yellow card where everybody's like, "What happened? What happened?" Or, "Oh, sorry, somebody went down to an injury, and the replay never came on." So you know, oh. I, I got my hopes came up, and then they were dashed. Sorry, Walter, you didn't get to see it, man, because you were, nah, you were too good, busy man. at home. Yeah, sorry. Basking in was, follow well, basking and, in the glory yeah. of, of the, our broadcasters. <laughs> so, <laughs> fan atmosphere, pretty good. Presentation, uh, getting better, improving, yep. but not. Not there yet. Still, a lot did they of get rid of that annoying three three more points? You know, I didn't hear the three more points, but I might be at the point where I just block it out. You know, it's one of those things. Okay, that's good. That's probably a good. Thing. <laughs> uh, another another thing that we've kind of been keeping tabs on is FC Dallas's, uh, we'll, for lack of a better term, uh, Hispanic presence. Um, we finally I mean, if only after we had the somebody who wasn't yeah. really really white that could actually tell us a little bit more about yeah. that. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> yeah, we. No, no, Walter's like, wait, wait, is this is this why you brought me on? Where's today? Armand at? Oh, there we Armand go. Not Where's Armand? That, that's that's <laughs> true. Um. What? Yeah. So, Walter, so we talked about almost this. FCD, sorry, Walter. Yeah. Wait, sorry. What was the question? 
is Somos FCD. They they got the, the Twitter uh, yeah. hashtag finally um, after the the initial purge or push. Uh, <laughs> is is that an, is that enough? Is that does that no. mean something to you? It doesn't. It really doesn't. It doesn't speak to the identity of the team. It doesn't. Anybody? I I don't know if there was one more that has like. Because I think Atlanta United had something similar, right? It's almost Atlanta or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. no, there is nothing unique to it. It's just, yeah, no, no. I, and, and this was, this was, and don't knock me off my soapbox whenever you have a second. Because, like, and if you saw it, you know, not necessarily on the Twitter, I'm not going to say who or where and when, but it seemed very reactionary almost. Like, because. Yep. You have all these other markets and non-markets of Hispanics, and where's our hashtag? And it's it's something very small to kind of complain about. It, you know, it's a stupid little hashtag on Twitter, but it's <laughs> it's it's more indicative of how you're approaching. I don't know your your demographics. Like, why do you have to be reactionary? Don't you have people that are dedicated to this? You got the email on Monday about hey, come up with a hashtag, and then. You don't get one, and then you're like, "Oh, hey, give us your best one, and we might use it." Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I had a better one. Oh yeah, what, what is it, man? It's hasta la muerte. Is that and, uh, Dallas till I die? Almost. It's to the death or until I die. Yeah, and I mean that that is a little. I would think I'm not a marketing expert, but I think it's a little bit more unique. It resonates with your FC Dallas fans who know. You know, the whole Dallas Tide Till I Die shtick or, you know, that one shirt that flows around that's like, you know, I don't want to die, but I'm an, still an SC Dallas fan kind of thing. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That was pretty cool. Yes, sure. I've seen that one. Um, it's uh, pretty funny. But, I mean, I think that's that resonates more of, of you know, your at least your fan base because I don't think that was necessarily an FC Dallas thing that they pushed. No, I don't think so. More. But, to, to, so. so, I mean, to give them a – tiny bit of credit i did actually notice that after they came out with the new hashtag almost every day leading up to the match they had some sort of well, you had video or something <laughs> exactly exactly it's like somebody's getting somebody's getting kicked and what's funny is it's not like okay so maybe all their media people aren't uh spanish speakers but go out there holy crap like half the team the coaches everybody i mean trying to find a uh a spanish we, speaking we might know a presenter that knows spanish it, it, exactly it, it, it nice, can't be that hard deep baritone voice exactly michael Wal- Walter, walter's like hey i'll take a i'll take a job <laughs> i think that's who he was implying i was yeah. I, I wasn't <laughs> so, so, you've tried to you've heard me try to speak <laughs> so, so at least at least that what what I don't know is though that and I don't know if this is with other other teams too though is you know I you know, since FC Dallas is pretty much a on Twitter is a English only channel or has been for quite a while how many native Spanish speakers are actually even following it that that you just opened up a whole nother kind of worms son all right well I don't know this one we have to be in person with beers for it doesn't uh, no, absolutely before we go much absolutely. deeper. All right, so um, Jonathan actually got to experience something this weekend that Walter, I know you and I have experienced. Um, he, he, this is Jonathan's first time with press credentials, and so he got to go through the whole media thing. So, uh, Jonathan, you want to like weigh in on on just kind of your experiences and and talk about them a little bit, and how what your thoughts were? Well, uh, a couple of things. So, so first off, I went into the to the press box, which was, you know, kind of met, met a few people, 
Um, but you know, unlike 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 Dustin, you know, I was like, I can't watch a game way up here, right? So I actually went down into the uh, into into the stands and sat in my normal season ticket holder uh, seats and, and enjoyed that. But the the, the coolest thing for me was the, getting a chance to go to the. Uh, go to the press conference, hear hear Lucci speak, and then um, as awkward as it is, you know, go out there and uh, and, and go into the locker room and talk to a, a couple players. So my my, my first uh, uh, media uh, kind of interview was with Brisson, um, you know, chat, chat, chatting with him a little bit, which was was, it, uh, was, was he fully fun. clothed or do you still just only have his, his shorts uh, on? Which which. What's actually cool is they actually, and I think this was this was new for this season. They they pulled the players out. Uh, it's still in the locker room, so if you know you, you could look mm-hmm. over. Um, but they were actually having the interviews on the other side of the thing, which well, was quite good. which was quite know. nice. And we went in. They got the. It seemed like the press conference started a little bit late and might have went a little long. And so by the time we went out there, it was fairly cleared out. Other than uh, Cobra cracking everybody up. Uh, back there singing and stuff. I think it was while we were interviewing. It was off. We were Fafa. interviewing uh, Fafa. Yes, mm-hmm. was was uh, was quite funny. Uh, yeah, so it was, it's, it's it was definitely not nearly as experience. awkward as it was. It was Walter. So <laughs> I, I I could not imagine uh, you know sitting there uh, having a, an interview while some grown ass man is naked is naked next to me. You know, down, down <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I You should have been around two years uh, ago. I might, I might lose my thought process on what it was I was going to ask. I'm like, uh, never mind. I'm out. There, there is a sense of inadequacy. Uh, at least a couple of years back, uh, seeing you know these guys walking around with just towels on and uh, and their full blown six to eight packs, and then you're over here trying to ask them their thoughts on the game. Yeah, that was a uh, that's quite the experience. I don't, I don't, I, I don't wish it upon anybody anymore. Though and I'm sure they appreciate that too. Yeah. Uh, Cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of being able to talk to the players, we're going to follow up um, this. Where we're going to uh, plug in Jonathan's Brisson audio and then my Paxton audio, and you can listen to the some thoughts there, and we'll uh, talk to you on the other side of that. Um, so I, I noticed earlier in the game you were starting to get warmed up and ready. Was that was that due to injury concerns, or uh, I noticed you had actually looked probably twenty minutes before you even went in the game, right? For the Reggie? Yeah. Is that what it was, or were you were you worried about? Was it because no. of, because of Reggie, or? Yeah, actually, we we uh, we scored the goal, so literally uh, coming to, to go in the, the game because you are training the line of three, the three by two the back. Yeah. So it's a time in the game when we were fighting for the balls and lost a little bit the second balls. So he said me for helping the guys to, to push the game and try to, to score to the, the second goal. Okay. So is that is that part of your the, the, the strategy to help secure leads when you get a lead is to maybe use the extra center back to, to maintain? Actually, when we play uh, with three center backs, maybe yeah. the, the team can be a little bit more uh, aggressive. Right, more, yeah. yeah. And keep, uh, take the ball before, so and, t- and try to, to control the game. Yeah. So we are trying to 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 grow up in this system because maybe in sometimes Luchi needs somebody in the field to, to play this this way. So I try to learn and, and push the guys to to, to win the game. This is, so this is your your first uh, 
or I guess your second kind of year, but your first time to go through a full uh, offseason, right? Yes. Um, is there anything that you, you, you took from being able to analyze? Is there anything different being in year two than there was going in you know, going in first year? Of course, because when I arrived in the U.S. to play yeah. for, for FC Dallas, I was playing Brazil, so it's a little bit different. The play, the, the, the game. The tactics, yeah. So, yes, so I was learning, and now maybe I'm, I'm more prepared to, to play and help the guys. Yeah. So it's easy to, to, to play with these guys and try to, to learn every day and try to go with the FC Dallas. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, okay? Yeah. Thank you, Black, so much. Okay. After surgery in the offseason, what was it like to mark the, that game of the day with the goal? It's nice, man. Uh, being out three and a half months, it's uh, it's not easy, especially when going into the surgery, you expect to be back a little bit sooner than that. So had a lot of ups and downs uh, with my recovery, but um, it's really sweet to get involved tonight on my uh, you know comeback game. How important was it for you guys to get the win here on opening day in front of the fans? Oh, it's massive. It's a massive start to our season. I don't think we played our best, and uh, we won. So these are, ga- these are games that are really important. Uh, it's better to get points now than meet them at the end of the season. So it's great to uh, you know, get the shutout at home, uh, but also uh, you know score two goals and win the game. And like I said, even though we didn't play that great, in my opinion, uh, winning the game was really important. Paxton, uh, kind of looked like a special moment there with Tanner assisting you on that goal. Just what was it like for Tanner assisting you there, Academy Products, but then also that uh, ball skill right there, dribbling around in the box? What was going through your mind? What did you see? Yeah, no, Tanner uh, literally did his entrance physical yesterday and started today. So uh, all props to him for being confident coming in. We all had his back and, you know, he, he delivered a professional performance today from a guy that's only 18 so uh, hats off to him and he got his first assist in his first game so that's great and thanked him earlier for giving it to me but uh, yeah just I kind of saw space in front of me and uh, took it and then I don't know I don't really remember exactly how it, how it happened but I, I knew that I just wanted to put it on target and I think it just barely trickled in so yeah I'm happy sporting a new look with the hair and the stash uh, any inspiration there? no uh, new season, new me, I guess. No, um, I, we came back from Chula Vista, and I had everything filled in, and so I just shaved everything but the stash. Kind of liked it, so I kept it and scored tonight with it. So all, all power to the mustache. <laughs> kind of lost in the celebration. Did you have a goal song that you chose? Yeah. Uh, I chose uh, Another One Bites the Dust, Queen. That's one of my uh, all-time faves, and I listen to it every before every game. So it's kind of... Um, a cool song to play after you score too because it's like another goal by the dust as well so a uh, little double double meaning behind it but yeah that was the song I chose what do you think about the team that you guys have uh, this season compared to the one last season what do you, what's the strengths uh, out of this team yeah I think we're we're a more experienced team this year. Obviously, we had a lot of uh, young guys playing a lot of games last year for for their first time. So all those guys are kind of uh, playing in their second season now, a little more experienced. We added a few pieces, that even a couple few that started tonight and you know played really well and are going to help us out this year. So uh, I feel like we have a really strong team and uh, we're going to go far this year. You're coming back from your injury. How do you feel right now in your from one to ten? I feel great. <laughs> ten right now. I'm happy. Adrenaline. Yeah, no. Um, it's it's all about reps now, and uh, you know, this was really my first week back, full training, and had a conversation with Lucci on Wednesday. You know, just basically. Uh, 
relaying the information that I, I wanted to be on the roster this weekend, and I felt great going into into Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So uh, that was a conversation we had, and you know, he he put his trust in me, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to put a player in a game like that, an important game when we're winning 1-0. Um, I didn't even get any minutes for the season. So, uh, all right, Walter, thank you for joining us today. Sure. Anytime. Jonathan, pleasure as always. Of course, man. All right, you can follow us on Twitter as at Dallas Soccer Show. DallasSoccerShow.com. Walter, what you are on Twitter as El Kimiko. That's uh, at E L underscore Q U I M I C O. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Yeah.